Today on episode 206 of the Computer Tutor Podcast, last week I talked about why you should be using an ad blocker. And after that episode, I got all kinds of inquiries like, which ad blocker should I use? And how do I get it on my computer? So this week I'll answer those questions and tell you about the one I use and recommend. Also, a final word about the free Windows 10 upgrade. And I also got some new five-star podcast reviews to share with you. Welcome to another episode of The Computer Tutor, tips, tricks, and advice from a computer pro without all the tech talk. And now, here is your computer tutor, Scott Johnson. And welcome back to The Computer Tutor Podcast. I am your personal computer tutor, Scott Johnson, and I'm here every Monday morning to show you how to do cool things on your computer. And wow, what's cooler than browsing some big commercial website like AOL or Yahoo or MSN and not seeing any ads? It's like internet heaven. And if that sounds good to you, you're about to learn how to make that happen. And as I always say, if you have a problem with your computer, I'm the one to call for help. And it doesn't matter where you are, because the world is kind of like just one big neighborhood these days, so I can do almost any repairs remotely. And I've been fixing computers since 1999, so if you have any kind of computer problem, just give me a call, 727-254-9078, or email me at pctutor at gmail.com. Today's computer tip can be seen at my website at computertutorflorida.com forward slash 206. So let's get started. I love it when the topic of my upcoming podcast episode is made obvious real early on, and that's definitely the way it worked out this past week. In the podcast a week ago, the main point I wanted to get across was that you might initially use an ad blocker just to avoid the annoying ads on a website, but a very practical reason is because when ads are blocked, they can't infect your computer with viruses and malware. Well, it turns out a lot of you have now decided you want to use an ad blocker, and I think that's great. I've been using various ad blockers for years. So today I'll tell you about a couple of the big ones, including the one I use on my own browser. And the browser I use is Google Chrome, but you can do this in Firefox as well. And for one of them, you can even use it with Internet Explorer. So first I'll tell you about the two ad blockers, and then I'll tell you how to get them. The first one is called Adblock Plus. And that's two words. The first word is ad block. The second word is plus. This is one that's been around for a long time. I think it may have been the very first ad blocker created. It runs as an extension inside your web browser, and I'll explain what that is and what it means in just a minute. But while it's running, whenever you visit a website that has advertising, you won't see most of the ads on the page. And you may notice there I said most of the ads. Their actual tagline is this. Surf the web without annoying ads. Now, what that means is that by default, they don't eliminate all of the ads, just the ones that they determine are annoying or intrusive or obnoxious. You know, the ones with the flashing pictures or blinking text or some other kind of distracting thing going on in the ad. But the so-called conservative ads, you will still see some of those. They did this as sort of a compromise between website owners that hate ad blockers and website visitors who hate the stupid ads. Now for me, if I were using Adblock Plus, I would go into the settings and tell it to block all of the ads, not just certain ones. Fortunately, they do give you the option to do that. 
And the reason for blocking all of them is because of what I wrote about last week. An ad can be infected and it can do malicious things to a computer, whether it's an annoying ad or any other type of ad. Now, the other ad blocker we're talking about today is called uBlock Origin. And that's also two words, U-B-L-O-C-K-O-R-I-G-I-N. This is the one I use. It doesn't filter out certain ads to block or not block based on how annoying they are. It just blocks all of the things that it sees as ads. And the other thing it'll do is this. If you do a Google search and you're shopping for something, usually the first thing that comes up in that search is a display of like a half a dozen or so online vendors that sell whatever it is you're shopping for. For example, if you type in a, like a certain type of running shoes, you'll see that the top search result is several vendors that sell that shoe. Google does this so you can see who sells that item and how the prices compare. But if I actually click on one of those vendors that's displayed there, my ad blocker, uBlock Origin, will throw up an alert to tell me, hey, you're clicking on a search result that's actually an ad for this vendor. Do you really want to do that? And I can click yes or no. Or I can tell uBlock to always allow clicks to that particular vendor without any alerts if I want to. Just another little feature that I like about this one. Plus, uBlock Origin seems to be less resource intensive on the computer. So it doesn't use as much memory, which means it doesn't slow things down. That's another reason I like it. Now, the other question is this. How do you get this on your computer? Well, as I mentioned, these things run as extensions inside your web browser. So the easiest way to get it is from right inside your web browser. If you use Firefox, open it up and look for the three horizontal lines in the top right corner and click on that, and then choose the option called Add-ons. And in the search box, type the name of the ad blocker you want to use, either Adblock Plus or uBlock Origin. And when it comes up in the search results, click on Install and follow the prompts. If you use Chrome, open it and look for that same icon, those three horizontal lines, and click on it. And then in the drop-down menu, click on Settings. Then click on the word Extensions over on the left side and scroll down until you see the link that says Get More Extensions. And then type the name of the one you want in the search box and follow the prompts to install it. You can also use these with the Safari web browser, I believe, but I don't use Safari, so I can't really tell you specifically the steps to install it. And for those of you that still use Internet Explorer, you can get Adblock Plus and use it. And the easiest way is to just run Internet Explorer and go to the website adblockplus.org and click on the green button that says Install for Internet Explorer and just follow what it says to do. So there you go. You can use either of these and your website browsing is going to be much more pleasant and it's going to be a safer experience without all those ads being displayed. And now we get to Windows 10. The date for today's episode of this podcast is July 25, Monday, and the one-year period when Windows 10 is a free upgrade from Windows 7 or 8 ends this Friday, July 29. And to answer your question, which I still get all the time, no, I don't recommend that you use Windows 10. I'm still using Windows 7 on my primary computer, and I see no reason whatsoever to change to Windows 10 just because Microsoft says I should. However, this past Saturday, I did upgrade my main computer to Windows 10, and then I immediately reverted back to Windows 7. If you do that, it tags that specific computer as having a Windows 10 digital entitlement. That means that if at some point in the future I decide to upgrade to Windows 10, I can still do it for free. 
So if you don't do anything right now, and then you want to upgrade to Windows 10 after July 29, it'll cost you $119 for the home version or $199 for the pro version. So like I said, I don't plan on using Windows 10, but I also know that things in the computer world can change pretty drastically in a short period of time. So that process of upgrading and then immediately reverting is just sort of an insurance policy that I won't ever have to pay for that upgrade on this specific computer, which I plan to keep for a while. It's up to you if you want to do that or not, but it's just something I decided to do just as a precaution. And finally, I had three people leave me five-star reviews this past week. First was from Bruce Corson, and he wrote, As someone working in the same market, meaning he's in the computer repair business, but far from Florida, I enjoy hearing Scott's ideas and tips for making the computer a tool to use rather than a tool to throw out the window. I'm hooked. Thanks, Scott. So thank you for that, Bruce. And I also heard from pperk97, who wrote, Scott does a very good job at making the subjects meaningful and easy. So thank you for that, pperk97. And check this one out. This is from Shaq and Kobe. So I'm guessing this person is a basketball fan. And he wrote, I just found this podcast and I'm so glad I did. During the summer, I'm in a tractor almost every day and it gives me something to listen to instead of the radio. I'm glad that all 200 episodes are still available on iTunes. I've been downloading all the previous episodes and listening to about 20 of them each day. He's got really good tips and they are so easy to understand. And once I get through each episode, I'll be going back and listening to them again, just so this stuff becomes second nature to me. Thank you, Scott. Keep up the great tips. I'll be listening each week from now on, and maybe I'll even hear you read my review over the air. Wow, that's unbelievable. Hey, take a break, buddy. Listen to some music every once in a while. But seriously, thank you so much. I'm glad I can be in your ear while you're maneuvering that tractor around through the summer, and I'm really glad you find the tips useful. And thank you for the five stars. And if you haven't yet left me a review on iTunes, I really would appreciate it if you would. It's a big help in getting the podcast to move up in the rankings, which just means more people will find it and listen to it. So thanks very much. And I hope I'm reading your review here next Monday. Oh, and please don't forget, whenever you shop on Amazon, please use the link computertutorflorida.com forward slash support. Of course, that takes you directly to Amazon, so you shop like you always did. It's the same prices, but when you ever, whenever you buy something, Amazon sends me over a small referral fee, so you're helping to support the show. And I know, even though I mentioned only a couple of the more well-known ad blockers on here today, I know there are others. So if you use a different one and you think it's better than either one of these, let me know. You can email me directly at pctutor at gmail.com, or you can call my podcast voicemail line at 727-386-9468, and you can leave me a message anytime, day or night. And that's going to do it for this week. As always, I'll see you back here next Monday morning with another computer tip. Well, that wraps up this episode of the Computer Tutor Podcast. I hope you enjoyed it. If you'd like to contact me with a question, a comment, or a suggestion for a future topic, you're welcome to do so at my website, computertutorflorida.com. And while you're there, sign up for my free Monday morning email newsletter. If you have a computer problem, give me a call at 727-254-9078. In many cases, I can take care of a problem remotely, so it doesn't matter if you're here in Florida, up in Maine, or way out in California. I'd love to help. 
Thanks again for listening and have a great week. God bless.